Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. And um, that is America. And I want to thank all of you for coming along with us right now, today, as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coast to coast, border to border, and around the globe on our flagship station, Red State Talk, which is the most listened to talk platform in the nation and the largest, and I certainly am glad to be a part of that family. Now, hey, um, all of our friends, by the way, uh, I I expect here soon to see um, Times Square, within the next couple weeks anyway, uh, beginning to show life again. And when you're walking through Times Square, friends, be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not. And uh, the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's, Ripley's Believe It or Not. And every hour, the C.L. Bryant show does flash up there for about 10, 15 seconds on the old uh, billboard screen. And old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. So thank you for um, continuing to be vigilant, even in the face of some who, in my opinion, are not being smart. Okay, we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit more as the show goes on. I know everybody's uh, just absolutely out of their mind hearing Corona this, Corona that. So I want to sort of kick off off the show with something that's going to affect you in the future as far as the spike in crime. Uh, Not only has the Supreme Court ruled that criminal juries must be unanimous to convict in uh, felonies, it, you know, Louisiana and I think it's Oregon um, allowed divided votes to convict uh, those who were accused. And the justices uh, vote, it overturned the conviction of Evangelisto Ramos. He is serving a life sentence in Louisiana for killing a woman after a jury voted 10 to 2 to convict him in 2016. 
Now, Oregon is the only other state that allows for non-unanimous convictions. Yeah, here it is right here. Uh, Oregon, it's Oregon, uh, for non-unanimous convictions for some crimes. I guess the most heinous you have to uh, have a unanimous unanimous one in Oregon. But Louisiana, the state where I am from, my home state, Louisiana, wherever I lay my head, my home, is still and will always be in Louisiana. Um, Their voters changed the law for crimes committed beginning in 2019. And at least that was smart. I'm I'm glad that we Louisianians were at least smart enough to say, okay, we cannot make this retroactive because you would be letting all kinds of people out on the street if you did not make this time specific. You're going to see a spike in crime either way it goes. It seems as though, I don't know if you uh, are recognizing this to be so, or maybe it's just me, I don't know. But does it seem as though there are, uh, and I'm not talking about the uh, first first step initiatives or anything of that nature. I am talking about the general mood toward being lenient on convicted criminals who may have committed heinous crimes. It seems as though there is a trend toward that. And I certainly hope that we are not going to go back to the days where we were, uh, you know, at a point saying not enough hugs was the problem. Huh? I I just don't want to get back to that where we're at a point where we're talking about they just didn't get enough hugs. And so now we must give them the hugs. Even though they've been convicted of heinous crimes. Folks, listen to me, hear me. In the midst of all of this that we are going through right now, there's something that you need to prepare for, and that is a change in the landscape around you. You are going to wish for the days when you could, in fact, walk down your street without the thought of somebody ambushing you because of economic disparities and, you know, collapse. There are small businesses that are going to close their doors and they're not going to reopen because they can't. They're ruined. They're finished. I grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana. And after segregation was busted down in Texas and Dallas and in Louisiana. And, you know, one of the great joys that my mother had was to drive over to Dallas to Neiman Marcus. Okay. 180 miles away uh, in Dallas, Texas, 180 miles down I-20 uh, as uh, due west. 
northwest, actually, from Shreveport. And so, Neiman Marcus, a former juggernaut in retail, you know what? They got to file bankruptcy. Which means they very well could uh, come back. Very well could. They very well could come back. Many of us have. But that may give you an idea when you couple that together with the small businesses. Names that no one will ever hear, but they were doing okay. They were making a living. They were living the American dream by keeping their family safe, fed, warm, dry. They were doing it. They were in business. Thus the saying comes, hey man, we're in business. It means you're cruising. It means you're sailing. It means that things are happening for you because of the work of your hands, the sweat of your brow. That's the American way. There's no question about that. But now, we were founded, Americans, on rebellion against government. What you're about to be able to see, and what I really want you to see, Americans, is who you are. Right now, even though uh, many of them who are marching in the streets and so forth, don't, uh, they, they, they do understand portions of the Constitution that do, in fact, give them that right. And I applaud them for wanting to exercise that right. And I applaud them for wanting to see business open up again. That is good. The American people are exercising the most unique thing that they have to exercise. And that is their freedom of assembly, their freedom of speech and expression. I applaud that. But, however, I do believe that this was not well thought out. <laughs> no, no, no. This was done in angst. The American uh, psyche and DNA, what's in our DNA, became inflamed, is becoming inflamed, is inflamed because we don't have it within our playbook, within our DNA, to let government blatantly control your life. That's just not us. There are others who have surrendered their uh, life and livelihood to big government, and they don't care what big government does to run their life. But rebellion always comes when people engage their free spirit 
and that creation that was given to them and that thing with inside of them rather that was given to them by the creator that thing that tells them uh, an American that he has a right an unalienable right to life liberty pursuit of happiness that is what we tell our citizens at birth that they have an unalienable right to that and no one can take it away. That's what we tell them. And so naturally, naturally, you are going to feel a pushback. You are going to get a pushback from the American people when big government reminds them our government reminds them of the hand of a king we will not bow to that and we will rebel against it every time however but friends there are some things that you need to truly think about before you do them It's sort of like looking before leaping because once you jump off that cliff and surround yourself with people who may be carrying an invisible disease. Before you do that, it might be better to think about how to do it. Now, I'm all for our constitutional rights. There is no one in this country that has been more outspoken than myself and Freedom Works. And coming up um, at the at the end, bottom of this hour will be Noah Wall, and Noah Wall is in fact um, VP. They have operations at Freedom Works, and um, yeah, he. Has been given the task by our president, Adam Brandon, to steer our ship into the deeper waters of media. And so we're headed there. That's where we're going. Come and go along with us. Freedomworks.org. Become a part of a movement that will make a huge difference in American life and lifestyle as we approach and handle the evolving landscape of our nation, keeping in mind that freedom will still work however this turns out. So become a part of that movement, freedomworks.org. I'm C.L., and this is the C.L. Bryant Show. And uh, friends, when we think about, uh, you know, how things are going to change, and when we think about how screwed up the uh, court systems are going to be, mortuaries, uh, I, I don't, you know, it will get back to normal. Eventually, but there are all types of things that are out of whack. And as I was saying, um, there are people 
who were in business. There were people who were in business. Just a month ago. Who did not in any way. Feel or believe. That their business. Would. Had to shut its doors today. Because not because of mishandling of, uh, you know, the business and the brand. Not because you you weren't good at what you were doing. There are a lot of small businesses out there that these people were good at what they were doing. They weren't making a million or three million dollars a year, but they were good at what they were doing. They were, and some people would think they were rich because they were good at their little business. But um, they're closed down now. Yeah, they're closed down now. And um, (laughs) no fault of their own. And friends, that is sad. Any way you cut that cake, that is sad. But how long can we help them pay their employees while their employees stay home can't sustain it we can't do it and we must find a way create a way to get people back to work but being reckless Americans will not help us. Vice President of Advocacy Noah Wall uh, will be joining me at the bottom of uh, this hour. Freedom Works, Freedom Works. Uh, join a movement. Join an organization that is going to be the voice that can be looked to to stand its ground in the midst of turmoil for the American people because freedom works freedomworks.org freedomworks.org go there and become a part of the movement um, Noah Wall is a VP of advocacy and he'll be coming up at the um, bottom of the hour he is the national director of campaigns for Freedom Works, one of the largest grassroots organizations in the nation.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Yeah, my home sweet home. Wherever I may roam, America is still my home. I've told you many times the reason I fight so hard for this land is because I know one thing. My story could not have been told anywhere else. Neither could yours. Your story. I don't care what your ethnicity, where your roots run back to. It may run to Ireland or France or Russia uh, or Germany, Africa, China, uh, wherever, Samoa, wherever your roots run to. If you are an American citizen, you were born here and you have the birthright, then you need to understand something friends, you need to understand that (laughs) you have a gift, a gift that has no other citizen of any other nation on earth has. And it's evident in the fact that I don't care if you're sleeping under a bridge. And strange thing, people who sleep under bridges, yes, they do have cell phones and computers. I know a guy who is homeless who listens to this show. I don't know how many people are gathered around him to listen, but I know they have the means to do it. And I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know who you may be or where you may be, but even your story, if you are sleeping under a bridge in America, you are among the most fortunate in the world, wherever bridges may be, and people are sleeping under them. The one you're sleeping under is the better one to be sleeping under. Even if you're homeless in America, sleeping under a bridge, you still have a better deal than anyone else anywhere else in the world. Believe it. Friends, let me tell you something. When we think about the fact, pardon me, that we're going to have to get back to work. We're going to have to do it. And we've got to find a way to do it. And um, we're, we're going, we can do it. 
We can overcome anything that uh, is thrown at us. There's no doubt about it. But I want you to to go into this with your eyes wide open. You must go into this uh, with a warrior type of spirit, understanding that this is a fight that we are in. You do understand that the republic is at stake here. Not not just your your job or 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 your position or or what the whole th- republic that has provided the opportunities for us to pursue our life, our liberty, and our happiness. The very republic that has given us that opportunity. To pursue that is at stake. That's what I want all of you to understand is that we are in a battle to save the republic and we must do it in a smart way. We must do it in a responsible way. But friends, we must do it. I told you that I know businessmen, small businessmen who a month ago, a month and a half ago, they had small businesses. They weren't millionaires or billionaires or anything, but they were doing okay. They never expected anything like this to come along. They really wanted to stay in business, but they're, they're having to, to shut things down. They have to, to do that. We must get back to work. Joining me now is my good friend and uh, VP of Operations Advocacy. He sails the ship there, given that authority by our president, Adam Brandon, of FreedomWorks. FreedomWorks, the largest advocacy uh, organization in the nation, grassroots advocacy. And I got to tell you guys something. It's a movement that you should become a part of, especially now. You will recognize that FreedomWorks, in the midst of all of this turmoil, has stood her ground and has been there to encourage the American people through all of this. And she will be a guiding light, FreedomWorks, once we come through this storm. So help me welcome FreedomWorks' Noah Wall back to the C.L. Bryan Show. Noah, how are you, friend? Hey, C.L. I am so glad to be on today. Glad you're here with me. Noah, I know that uh, there's a lot of hoopla going on over Americans expressing themselves. Uh, give us your take on what's happening in the American spirit and soul right now. Well, I think that you're right, CL. We're we're in the fight right now of our lives. I um, you know, I I don't even know where to start. Um, you the way you opened this up is absolutely right. 6 weeks ago, no one would have expected anything like this. Um, this is not you know, shutting down the economy is not something that you plan for. You plan for um, you know, what you imagine are your worst case scenarios, something happens and you respond to it. But how do you plan for something that, that shuts down all commerce? That's it's completely unheard of, shuts down all civil society, shuts down churches. 
And CL, when when have you ever imagined in your life that churches would be shut down for weeks and weeks on end? It's it's unfathomable. Um, and so you know, I, Freedom Works were. Um, we think, you know, we've been carefully analyzing, you know, what we were seeing, and we think that it's time, CL, to open, uh, to open the economy back up. Um, we think that it's time to open society back up. We think it's time for Americans, um, you know, to be. Co- we don't want to be reckless, but we think Americans can safely, um, you know, go back about their business. Be, you know, we think people can safely lift these. Um, these stay-at-home orders in CL. That's why I'm on the show today. And I want to thank you for coming on, Noah, expressing that, because, friends, freedomworks.org is where you want to go to become a part of a, a movement and be injected with the spirit that has made America the nation that it is. Noah, we understand, uh, those of us who have worked with FreedomWorks and in FreedomWorks, uh, around FreedomWorks for, for these years now, uh, one thing that is an, the strongest underlying current, I think, in the American bloodline, and that is the, the spirit of self-governance. Talk to us about how unique that is among nations on the earth when we look at us as Americans and the gift we have to self-govern. Is that what we're seeing Americans uh, doing right now, wanting to take back that responsibility for themselves, Noah Wall? Absolutely. And, you know, to be honest, CL, I don't think Americans ever moved away from it. What, what we all did is Americans are good natured people. We are we are um, we want to help our fellow man. It's you know, it's in our it's on our nature to want to be helpful and supportive. And that's why everyone walked into this um, being more than willing to stay at home, even knowing there was going to be catastrophic economic consequences you know americans were willing to do this um you know in order to make sure that we are helping each other but at the end of the day um what we've seen is government has abused the good nature of americans they have abused what we are willing to do which is to help each other and what they've gone ahead and they've taken you know, um, what we've done, which is say, yeah, we're, we, you know, we'll do what we need to do to, to help stop the spread and, and make sure that we're um, helping, you know, other Americans. What they've done with that is said, okay, well, now you can't go to public parks. Now you can't go to church. Now you can't do this. Now you can't do that. And what CL, what we're doing, what I think Americans are waking up right now is saying that um, sure, you know, if we're willing to help each other, but you're not, you can't stop us from living our lives. You can't stop us from, from keeping society open, CL. And I think that that's what we're seeing. Um, and you're absolutely right. America is absolutely unique. We do not take um, our rights from government. Our rights are given to us by God. Um, and we, it's not the government's place to, to stop us from doing this. And I think that, um, a lot of these governors and local, um, you know, local officials, um, have, have gotten confused. They think that Americans are okay with, with, um, uh, with, with a lot of these measures and they're not, Americans are willing to do things voluntarily. But when you start telling us that we can't 
uh, do this or that, it's a very different story. So I think what you're seeing right now, what FreedomWorks is preparing for is supporting Americans around the country um, to be able to push back against these unconstitutional orders to stay at home. It's one thing, again, CL, to, for folks to stay at home for a short period of time of their own free will. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you what we did at FreedomWorks. We actually shut our office down more than two weeks prior to um, to being ordered to by the by the D.C. government. We, we went to transition for work from home. We did that early. We did that on of our own free will. Um, and, you know, we, everyone kept working. It was, it, it was, you know, there was no problem at all from a business standpoint, but, you know, now DC is telling us we can't go back into work. And I think that's crazy. And so anyway, Americans are smart people. Americans know exactly what they need to do. Um, CL. And, you know, that's why I appreciate you having me on because we need, we need Americans around the country to, to, to take back what's ours. Absolutely. And Noah, uh, we will have you on uh, regularly. I mean, regularly, at least, or someone from the organization uh, once a week. We must do that because the Freedom Works message, folks, you'll find works in all weathers for Americans because that is a part of the American makeup and DNA, the idea that our freedom does work. It's in our founding documents. And what we're feeling right now, and I told you this earlier in the show, is the, the, the someone and the big heavy hand of big government trying to steal from us our life, our liberty, and our pursuit of happiness. We cannot allow that to happen, folks. And so we must exercise our rights responsibly, not recklessly, but join movements like Freedom Works to find out how you can be a part of saving our republic. No, uh, Freedom Works had a hashtag that was very strong. It was called Love America, and that was one of the most unifying hashtags uh, that I saw doing this, during this whole ordeal. You can indeed blend the two, can't you? You can still help out your fellow American in these times, as well as understand that we don't need to be played for chumps. Talk to us, Noah Wall. Absolutely. You know, I mean, when this whole thing happens, Freedom Works immediately... Um, you know, we wanted to work with our activists um, to show that we can help each other. And that's exactly what we saw CL. Americans coming together to support those in need. Americans coming together to make sure that we are, um, you know, sharing, you know, the spirit of goodwill that, that makes us unique as a nation. Um, and that's it's exactly what we did. And, you know, I think that that is still live in a well today. Americans are helping each other in every way they know how. Um, they are, you know, they are taking risks um, to make sure that everyone's able to keep food on their table, to make sure that um, you know the sick are cared for in ways that are, you know, really, you know, every other country in the world's had problems with healthcare shortages, and we've really overcome those as a country. Um, everyone who needed healthcare has been able to get it. Um, really, CL, what we're talking about right now is that, you know, really what the very fundamental nature of what makes America great and unique. Um, so, you know, I think that's what we've proven, um, you know, and that was, you know, kind of the first step, um, you know, the Love America campaign was really showing, um, 
exactly what Americans are capable of at their best. And I think right now um, we have we are moving towards what we believe we need to do, which is reopen the country. Um, we can't keep the economy closed. We can't keep ourselves away from, you know, we are a social, um, we are social human beings and we need to, you know, we need to be um, connecting with those around us. And so uh, we need to do it in a responsible way. We're not trying to put anyone at risk, CL, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we, we need to make sure that we are reopening our society as quickly and effectively as possible. Absolutely, folks. Throw off the shackles, the heavy hand of big government. That has always been the mantra of Freedom Works, and all of us are beginning to feel the heavy hand of big government on our lives. How much is too much? How much we, will we let them encroach into our lives? Is that healthy? And so those are the things, those are the questions, and that is the type of engagement that you will find once you go to freedomworks.org you'll find that freedom works for america it works for me too and it'll work for you noah i want to thank you man for being on with me uh tell the folks you have about two minutes tell the folks what's next on the freedom works agenda once we get the doors open well, I got to tell you, CL, I think it's going to be a fight to get those doors open, and that's what we're geared up for right now. Um, we are working state by state to keep everyone, um, you know, looped in and keep make sure that Americans are able to coordinate to get, um, you know, to get back up and running. Um, I encourage all of your listeners to go to freedomworks.org. That's freedomworks.org um, to sign up. Uh, we'll be sharing lists of local protests and we'll be sharing um, information about how you can be effective in opening back up our society. Um, really hope that your listeners can go to freedomworks.org CL to open everything up. Freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org. Let's get it back open. Hey, let's go back to being who we are, Americans. Let's go back to doing what Americans do best produce. Let's go back to producing. Thank you so much, Noah. God bless and keep you, man. Hope to see you soon. And uh, we'll talk very soon. Uh, God bless. Thank you, CL. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Noah Wall. And I want to thank him again for being on with me here today. And folks, go to freedomworks.org and become a part of a organization that is going to be very much relevant in the very, very near. Everybody, I'm talking about everybody in this nation will know who they are and why they are because of what we're seeing in the American uh, reaction right now. FreedomWorks is that type of activist uh, organization. If you want to truly, and and there cannot be a better time to engage in a movement than now. And you want to engage in a movement that is relevant, right? So you want to go to freedomworks.org and become a part of that movement. Largest uh, grassroots organization in uh, the nation. Uh, Pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coast to coast, border to border, download free, the T-H-E, C.L. Bryant Show. I'll be right back. You thought I was worth saving So you came and 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. ZL back with you on this great day. In the USA, thank you so much for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And, uh, of course, our flagship station, which is Red State, Red State, Red State Talk, coast to coast, border to border and around the globe, largest talk platform Um uh, in the nation and most listened to red state red state talk traveling through Times square and soon there will be other people there to join you uh, but if you're traveling through Times square you have nothing to, more to do than look around in fact you don't necessarily pay well yeah pay pay attention pay close attention to the road in front of you but you, you do have uh, more leeway to look these days at the uh, scenery in Times square And right above the iconic Ripley's, believe it or not, is Red State Talk Billboard. And um, every hour, the uh, C.L. Bryant show does pop up there 24 hours a day on that billboard. And I want to tell you, C.L.'s face looking right back at you. And thank you so much for making the show as popular as it has become. And uh, I thank you for being there today, especially in this transition period i think that we are going through right now um and it's going to be tumultuous because you have um people really wanting to get back to their life yeah you you remember the saying don't you i got a life right you know uh well i i I got a life now even though your life may not have been uh, what anyone would say is a jet-setting life, at least you went where you wanted to go, stayed as long as you wanted to stay, and you could be around who you wanted to be around, and nobody was telling you that you couldn't do it. And friends, I got to tell you, uh, ain't that America something to see, but ain't those Americans something to see as well? Because as Noah Wall, who was our guest uh, just in the last segment, um, as Noah Wall said, we are in our nature. It's in our nature to be kind, to be, you know, we are a people who are self-governing. 
and we are a moral people because of the way our government was set up. Uh, the government was set up for a, a people who were responsible enough for their own well-being that they could effectively self-govern and weed out, at, at least on the surface, whatever evil may infiltrate them. Are you hearing me? And, and one of the greatest evils that, that Americans found came from big government with their infringement upon the rights of the people. That, that's how this nation came into being. We rebelled against those types of infringements. And friends, what's happening, what you're seeing, and, and yes, there's a pro and a con to both sides of this uh, story. Yeah, you can shelter in place, hide in place, uh, you know, cower in place for, for, for a long time and expect the government to pay you to do that. But you will starve to death eventually if that is how you are wanting to play this game, you are going, listen, you are going to starve to death if you shelter in place, cower in place, hide in place any longer. We can get to a point where it's no return for all of us. As far as our economy is concerned. Oh, yeah, you can, you can always go rake leaves, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I, I know this. <laughs> we, have to, we, have to, we have to cut this short. And for some of you, it may have been fun. But I actually um, uh, enhance my living by traveling I that's that's what I do I'm with Freedom Works you know we travel a lot and we we love and, and see the the way that things are done how many in 10 years that I've been with uh, Freedom Works in 10 years how many hands have I shaken you know, maybe, maybe because of that, I'm herd immune. Maybe because of that. I know, I know that there have been times when I have gotten what I consider the flu terribly bad. I mean, it was horrible. But I got over it and went right back to out there shaking hands. Maybe I'm herd immune. Maybe that is a way that we herd immune ourselves. It's contact. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I can only listen to what Dr. Fauci and the others are saying. I can only listen to that. And friends, when I come back, though, there are some things that I, I need to talk to you about because there are lies that are being uh, spread and there are lies that are being told out there. And all of you know that I'm going to come to the defense of my president. I'm going to come to his defense when folks are lying on him. And I'm telling you that people are lying on him. Yeah. And so um, when we talk about him being responsible 
for the, for, for, for the deaths in this country. That is a lie. And when I come back, I, I'm going to debunk for all of you the latest lies that are being told right now. And Joe Biden, the only thing, and, and, and it's almost sad for me to, I remember Joe, when I was, hey, when I, back when I was a Democrat, Joe was uh, expected to become one of the darlings of the party. It never, it never happened. I mean, he is a darling in the party because, well, hey, as it's, as it's often said, well, you know, he's Joe. Right? Well, it's just Joe. But Joe's out there spreading lies, and I don't really know it's Joe. It's just somebody telling Joe what to say. And Joe says it. He doesn't care anymore. I tweeted something out just a little bit ago. Uh, uh, Obama leans over, and uh, he, uh, the president, President Obama, um, former President Obama, leans over, and uh, he says to Joe, um, "I'm uh, I'm endorsing you, Joe." And Biden leans into Obama and asks the question, "For what?" And so <laughs> it's not really clear if Joe is, uh, you know, aware, let's say, of his surroundings at all times. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I, I admit it, and I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm taking the nutrients and supplements and all that kind of thing to uh, make sure that my brain keeps firing the way it does, and um, uh, there is no history of uh, Alzheimer's or anything like that in my family that I'm aware of. And um, so uh, as far as I'm concerned, I sh- mine should keep clicking pretty good. But who knows? But Joe's not there and he's spreading lies. And uh, one of them, uh, the latest attack ad on President Trump's successful handling of the global, of the global, and I, I do stress global, this is a global thing that the president is handling, that China let go on the world. This is what happened. They let people from China travel to other parts of the world. This is what, this is what happened. They, clo- they locked down China from Hunan. They barred anybody from Hunan coming into mainland China, but they didn't bar them from traveling the rest of the world. You see. And you don't have to come in contact with, with just a few people in an airport to spread thing globally. Just a few people. You can spread something globally. If you come in contact with just a few people in an airport, I'm going to tell you something. That, that is frightening. And um, the first false claim that we're going to deal with is that the president failed to act. And that's a big uh, thing. I have people who um, listen to me who are liberals who will say it's just it's just horrific how he had no regard for human life a, a dear dear friend of mine old old and dear friend of mine who is a liberal said that to me on yesterday and and i and i i wondered to myself and i said to, to them i said um what are you talking about oh how he just lets people die and 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 i'm wondering <clears throat> pardon me where is this coming from 
And then I have to remind myself, because I don't listen to liberal media much, I do flip over there at least once a day for almost about an hour just to see the flavor and where they're going. I'll f- tune in at the half hour and I'll, of one show, and I'll stay uh, uh, with, with, with the uh, half hour of a ne- the next show. And, of course, the theme is going to be the same. They c- catch up to one another somewhere at the quarter hour. They catch up to one another. They cycle back. And, of course, you know, if you, if you are, um, um, of course, I don't have high blood pressure or anything. I don't have high blood pressure or anything. But, uh, but if you have high blood pressure, you need to take medication <laughs> before you listen to any of them. Your head will explode. They are so far off of kilter. And the the thing that really gets you is that there are, uh, well, maybe just a million. No, I think there is several, several million people who are listening and who actually believe what those folks are saying. You do realize there are people who believe that you, simply because you have the gall to say that you are a conservative you are evil no 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 not that you're wrong you are vile despicable and evil see when we look at liberalism we simply say hey they're wrong and this is why but hey conservatives my friends, my fellow Republicans, I'm going to tell you something. When they look at you, when they look at us, it's true. They say they're evil, which makes their attacks against us more personal because they think you are evil. The reason we're not attacking them as much personally, but for policy, and that's the difference. We're attacked personally. We're called despicable and we're called Walmart shoppers and all that. But we're we're simply saying to them, we don't agree with your policy. You'll wreck the country and here's why. That's the conversation that has to be had. Not the personality. You can can, can not like someone for all kinds of reasons. I have, you know what? One of the best guys I know now, I did not like for years because he came He came to do revival for me. And I, that was a tie that just absolutely <laughs> shows you how fickle human beings can be. I'll be back. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice, the C.L. Bryant Show.
Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Yeah, it's America. Something to see. Yeah, for you and me, baby. That's America. And uh, I got to tell you something. Uh, we're we're going to be back in the groove here very, very soon. You know why we're going to be back in the groove very soon? Because we want to be back. We want to be back in the groove as quickly as possible. And listen, folks, let me say this. The biggest lie that can be told and believed by a people who should know better is the lie that a multi-millionaire, billionaire, multi-billionaire like Donald Trump, a businessman, a magnet like Donald Trump in some way wants to hurt American workers. That, that that does not compute in any uh, orbit or universe or whatever you want to relate it to. It does not compute. Nobody, myself, you, nobody, the president, nobody operates against their themselves their own interest nobody operates against their own interest and Americans working is the interest of any commander in and chief who knows what he's doing let's face it I mean you know and it, it, it's, a, it's a particular angst to a lot of people, and it has been to a lot of people, that uh, I haven't been as gracious to uh, President Obama as, you know, I was to W, and I wasn't gracious to him in the very last year. I don't know what happened to him, but he, he started spending like a drunken sailor, and he handed the baton to whoever became president after him, whether it was McCain or Barack Obama. And it just happened to be President Obama instead of President McCain. But either one of them would have had to continue, and Barack Obama did, on steroids. They would have to continue the policy of George W. Bush, who was spending money bailing folks out right and left when Obama became president. Obama simply continued on steroids the thing that he inherited. And uh, we got used to it. I, I didn't, I was talking and speaking against it for the whole 10 years. Been speaking against it for 10 years. Uh, over that now, over 10 years now, almost 11 years now. September will be 11 years. We've been speaking against this a type of unbridled government spending of your dollars and my dollars without the representation that we are supposed to uh, have. 
where are the people we send to represent us and take care of our business? That was the protest against uh, Obama, but it began under Bush. Most people don't realize the Tea Party began under Bush. It, it's just Obama or McCain, and it just happened to be Obama. Because the Democrats had become smart enough uh, to uh, find someone who you couldn't say no to. You could say no to Al Sharpton. You had said no to Jesse. Oh, you said no to Alan Keyes. Herman, you were saying yes to, but stuff happened. Okay? And so... There have been people, and Herman was one of them, who I think America could have said yes to. You know that? My friend, my good buddy, Herman Cain. <laughs> Man, I truly respect and adore Herman. You know? But, you know, Barack, he was like Joe Biden said. He was clean, he was well spoken. Whereas Al Sharpton and all the rest of them, no. So that's all he was. They packaged this guy. And they, let me tell you something. They sold him to the American people and black people in droves. Identified with him. And the question often comes up, how is it that black people just you know you know swoop to him like that you don't understand the phenomena and uh, the low self esteem on mass on mass that cripples black people and it becomes comfortable for people, regardless of who you are, what color your skin is. Once you surrender to being uh, less than, then the racism of low expectations becomes real. Yeah, and that's what I, uh, in my cornfield uh, philosophy and theology surmise is wrong with most of America and certainly black people. And that is a low self-esteem that is not born into you. It's taught. And it is... Uh, designed to be there because there are people who will resist you if you try to change the design. Oh, you, you'll, you'll have all kinds of pushback from those who are the designers. Oh, you can always tell who the designers are and who have bought into the designer's message is because they push back against you. And you can always tell who see the design 
because they expose it. Of course, you're publicly flogged. <laughs> you're publicly flogged for saying anything. Or it could be other stuff, too. But what do you do? Shut up and just let it roll over you? And that is what we are facing, Americans. And it is a precarious, uncomfortable, uh, who knows what's going to happen situation that we find ourselves in. And whatever decision you make, there are consequences that are dire. Either way you go, there are consequences that are dire. And I, may I tell you this? I do not envy the President of the United States anymore. Oh, heck yeah, we all want to be king for a day if we're in the spotlight waving to everybody, shaking hands, and people crowd, and you know, crowds of adoring fans shouting your name and all that type of thing. Friends, it's great. I've experienced that, and I thank God, uh, you know, that it, it, it is one of those things that you put in its proper place. Lest you become some arrogant or uh, haughty type of individual. And I can't stand those types of people. They forget that it is nobody, but it is nothing but God's grace that allows any of us to be who we are or what we are. And yeah, it is the grace of almighty God. And so Friends, when we look at what we are facing now, you cannot tell me that a businessman like Donald John Trump wants to see bad things happen to the American worker and that he is not laboring, sweating bullets because it's a tough decision. It is a tough decision. And so, I don't envy him that. But here we go. Just uh, May 1st, two weeks. Um, Dr. Fauci is warning that uh, we still have a way to go as far as an anti anti uh, antibody is concerned. Um, there are all types of things that we must consider. And I mentioned them to you the other day. I think it was Friday. It was with you. And that is this. It puzzles me that even though in some places, I was talking to a friend of mine, out in um, a little place called um, Pil uh, Pinoy Pinot or Pin Peanut, California. And uh, right outside of San Francisco, a little place called Peanut. Uh, 
Pinoli, <laughs> Pinoli, Pinoli, California. And uh, I was told that uh, the homeless are sheltered. They have a, um, a thousand bed shelter for homeless people. Of course, it will soon fill up and all that type of thing. But isn't it odd or, or doesn't it strike you as somewhat perplexing that uh, the homeless seem not to be in the news as far as is concerned? I would think that this would be uh, just absolutely uh, rampant, like spreading through a, a kennel or a daycare or something of that nature where you have uh, people in close contact with one another and things floating around, germs floating around. You would think, I would think, um, that the homeless would be big time affected by this. But you don't hear much of that in the news, do you? I, I don't know. Somebody can send me um, that. You know, vclbryanshow.com, vclbryanshow.com. Send that uh, there. And Michelle will pass that to me. And uh, we'll, we'll take a look at that. Yeah, vclbryanshow.com. And I'd like to, to, to know if we have some statistics on how this may have or may be affecting uh, the homeless. Yeah, let's do that. Let's try that out. Now, um, there are, and we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. In fact, there's so much that we uh, must um, talk about. But this is one thing that irks me, and it just just blows me away. You know, Pierce Morgan, uh, what was it? Dancing with the Stars or something like that. He's one of the judges or something like this. He was born in Britain. I have nothing against the British people. Of course not. Of course not. He was a celebrity apprentice, you know. Um, Piers Morgan, he knows the president uh, in the group pinning blame on criticism. He's criticizing the president. He said that uh, Donald Trump in particular, I have known him for a long time. I consider him to be a friend, but I have been watching these daily briefings with mounting horror, frankly. Uh, and he was talking to um, Morgan, Pierce Morgan or somebody like that, I don't know, a former CNN host. Uh, told, uh, Mor- Pierce Morgan told um, CNN, Brian Stetler, uh, on the show Reliable Sources, yeah, because this is not what the president should be doing. I want, like me, saying this, but he won't like me saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. A world leader a world, in a world crisis, according to Morgan, must be calm, show authority. They have to be honest, accurate, entirely factual, showing empathy. That's um, Pierce Morgan's criticism of Trump. He's turning these briefings into self-aggrandizing, self-justifying, overly defensive, politically partisan, almost like a rally to him. Pierce was sent out there by his, uh, of course Pierce does, I can give him this credit, he has the courage and he holds his own to appear on uh, Fox uh, regularly, he does that often, and he'll he'll appear on uh, people who actually challenge him. But Pierce, you're not the president at this point in time, and Donald Trump is not like any president we have ever had, so we don't expect him to behave except in the fashion that Donald Trump, the guy who was elected president, 
of the United States to behave. And come November the 3rd, if in fact that is not the Donald Trump, if that is not the person that we believe is capable of leading us into the future and making us prosperous again, then we'll vote him out. But I can tell you this, friends, he's the guy that I not only believe uh, can lead us into the future and will lead us into a prosperous future, but I believe that um, he's who God has given to us to do just that. In these troubled times, he has the thickness of skin to make that happen, to make that occur. And that's why I think God has given him the mantle to do it at this point in time. But you must always remember, all of you, all of you must always remember that, and you hear me say this, you've heard me, been hearing me say this for 10 years now around the country, it boils down to choice. It's the greatest gift that our creator, and that's what Jefferson recognized when he penned our founding documents. Jefferson recognized that our creator had given us, uh, each of us individually, an endowment that we can use, we can choose to use. And among that is we can choose how we live our life, how we spend and use our our liberty, and how we pursue our happiness. Within the bounds of self-governing laws, self-governed laws that we ourselves agree because we're citizens of this nation, to uphold because we're citizens of it may be a municipality, a city uh, a state, what have you we agree that because you're a citizen by birth your birthright is that you have these rights but you can't abuse them yeah, you can't go around killing people you can't go around stealing from people you can't go around claiming stuff that's not yours, you can't go around saying things about people that's not, that's false you see and it's all based upon biblical uh, principles an interest. As we move forward and we put this behind us and we must put this behind us, we must, then we have to make certain that we come back to where we were living. We may have to fumigate it, what have you. I'll be back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Our 
hands are lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. And uh, gee whiz, I, uh, you know what I love? And uh, just uh, with skim milk, ice, it has to be ice cold though. It has to be ice cold. I love ice cold skim milk and Nella wafers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it has to be the original Nella wafers. I'll settle for imitation, but I prefer the original Nellas. Yeah, that Nella wafer, not vanilla. Yeah, they, and 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 those of you who are just a little bit younger than I am and older than and, and my age and older, um, you'll remember when those Nella wafers were Nella wafers. Anyway, I was saying that because I was eating one, and I was drinking some milk, and I was choking to death. <laughs> I was choking. But anyway, um, and I'm here by myself. I guess I can always just turn on the radio or something happened. And yell out to y'all. Help. But anyway. Um, this is old. Big time. Old. I, I I could probably live a lifestyle that is remote. And I have done that. In fact, Jane and I lived down in the country for 20 years. I mean, it was deep down in the country. In fact, if you came to our house, you were lost. Uh, that's how deep and um, we had a couple of dogs, of course, that always let us know when people were coming or something was coming. And they were fierce. But uh, this is old. And I kind of wish that I was on the farm right now because you can always spend a whole day outside as long as the weather's good doing something. By, you know, I was thinking about that uh I feel like a kid a lot of the times uh, here, except when I first get up. Then I'm okay. But uh, yeah, I have a knee. I had a knee injury, and it's kind of until it sort of loop it loosens up in the morning. Um, I experience a little bit of pain, and uh, I'm gonna have to call my friend um, that does that, uh, Sebastian Gorka, and ask him about that stuff that he's talking about. What is it? relief factor hey I'd like to I think I could do that I'm going to call him my, my guy call their guy and see if we can't do a relief factor thing tell him my knee was hurting and then I tried relief factor yes it doesn't hurt anymore I haven't tried it yet but I'm going to have to especially when I first wake up in the morning no it doesn't hurt at all I can predict weather though now, let me say this to you folks, all of that foolishness aside. <laughs> a little comedy relief and a little relief from speaking Corona, Corona, Corona. That's all we're hearing, of course. It is important because if we handle this wrong, um, it, it'll we'll have to look at a second wave. But, of course, immunity will be coming our way by then. There are bipartisan plans to reopen 
the economy and uh, it's focusing on mass testing. I uh, I need I need to I I have to travel, and so I the first thing that I need to know for myself is whether or not I uh, carry the antivirus. If I had it and gotten over it, and am I immune to it? You know I we, I need to know that for me, and so um, we're still seeing though that there are there is war that's being waged in the House and in the Senate. You see, you have McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy. He's saying that Pelosi, uh, Democrats, continue to hold up business funding. It's them, he's telling us, that are doing it. So if you're a small businessman, and you listen to me, and I cannot stress this enough. I cannot stress this enough I am glad that government is in fact giving and making available to uh, the small business uh, owner money I'm glad of that but we cannot sustain that and even with the government doing that there are small business owners who's taking that money and closing up anyway. Yeah, they got to pay it back, but hey, that's a loan they just got that they would not have had. Are you hearing me? There's all types of ways for uh, sloth and abuse here of our own money. That's our money that we're giving to ourselves. And friends, I cannot help but think of what has been said by that same Jefferson when he said once the people realize they can vote themselves yeah benefits that will begin the end of the republic friends we can't keep doing this and survive it's not sustainable however I am for giving funding for the nation's small businesses uh, that have been hard hit by coronavirus pandemic. Uh, I'm for that. I'm for doing a deal that will help them stay afloat because a month ago, six weeks ago, six weeks ago, they had uh, a clue that something was afoot small business owners they had a clue they they knew something was afoot that could affect them adversely if it came about but no this is america it would have to be monumental disastrous in order for them to even think or allow themselves to believe that they would come to this where it has come to 6 weeks later there is very few small business owners who you'll ever know their name or even the name of their business because they're local and they employ local people they're having to close their doors because 
They've been told to by government. They've been told that, uh, they're, listen, it's already gone too far for some of them. It is all, they will never, ever be able to uh, be in business again. They, they're ruined. That's what has happened. And friends, this is, this is tragic. This is tragic, what is going on here. And, and, and I must tell you this. I must say this to you. I, I, I do believe <clears throat> that perhaps um, either way you go, you are going to have um, results that uh, are not very favorable. So as I said earlier in, in earlier in the show, in the first half of the, sh- of the show today, first hour of the show, I don't envy this president one bit because let me tell you something, folks. Um, to do what he is going to have to do, the decision that he is making, but he is going to have to do, either one that he would have chosen has consequences that will be, uh, in some ways, good, some ways bad. It's it's a the worst situation a president can be in. But guess what? He has the courage to shoulder that responsibility. Don't you dare believe what Nancy Pelosi is saying to you about that. Now, I have um, here. Let me find them. I have some things that. Um, I want you to see and understand for yourself to be absolutely false as far as the attacks that are being made against DJT, Donald John Trump. First of all, the false claim, number one, is that he failed to act now, these things that I'm about to say to you are absolutely true and verifiable. They are historical facts. Joe Biden's own top advisors refute this claim. The guy Biden said he would put in charge of the pandemic response if he were elected president. Ron Klain said on February 11th that the President Trump administration's actions to combat the virus were far from just nothing. He responded. Trump acted. On February 24th, Nancy Pelosi had no complaints that the Trump administration's response when a reporter asked her if the federal government was doing uh, enough to control this virus, Pelosi responded, I quote, 
I have confidence in Dr. Anthony Fauci at the National Institutes of Health, who has even further confidence in what we're doing. So what does Dr. Fauci say then? Dr. Fauci, who Joe Biden called a truth teller, said we acted very, very early. And President Trump did not delay at all. The first and only time that I went in and said we should do migration strongly, the response from the president was, yes, we'll do it, Dr. Fauci said. President Trump has listened to what I have said when I have made recommendations. He's taken them. He's never countered or overwritten me. That's Dr. Fauci on President Trump. New York's Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo said not a single life has been lost due to lack of medical equipment. Lives have been lost. We have lost anyone's life because we did not have a bed. We have not lost one life because they did not have a bed or didn't have a ventilator. Not one life, Governor Cuomo says, has been lost because they did not have proper equipment, beds, or ventilators. Or we didn't have health care staff. He had all of that. Even people from out of the state came to where he was to help or where he wanted them to help. No. Cuomo said people we lost are the people we couldn't save. Wasn't because we didn't have what we did what we needed. It was because we couldn't save these people. That's what he wanted us to know. False claim number two. Joe Biden warned the nation in January. No, he didn't. Joe Biden is telling folks that he warned the nation in January that this was coming. This is the truth. The video cites Biden's January 27th op-ed. But the article itself was more of an attack on President Trump and a recollection of Obama administration steps taken against the 2014 Ebola outbreak than a detailed plan for action against a possible pandemic. The Washington Post fact checker checker has come to that conclusion. 
Joe was not warning any of us about anything that could come our way as in regard to this COVID-19 attack on our society. Joe was just simply citing how, well, he was there when President Obama did his thing with Ebola and outlined how they did with Ebola. But he had no uh, detailed plan of his own for combating the effects of COVID-19 as he would like you to believe he had. In other words, he tried to mislead you into thinking that somehow (laughs) back in January he was on the case here. Not so, Joe. Despite Biden's attempts to rewrite history, he did not mention the Defense Production Act until after March 18. And see, Joe, the one thing you're forgetting is that, you know, you are running, at least you're hoping that you're running for President of the United States. (laughs) I still don't believe it. I'll, I'll believe it when I... That's one of those things, Joe. I will believe it when I seize it. Right now, I don't see you becoming President of the United States, Joe Biden. And I certainly don't see you... I don't see you running for President of the United States. I think um, your... I think your um, serpent is in New York City for you. Or is in New York State for you. Yeah. So, you want to rewrite history but it wasn't until later March 18 after President Trump (laughs) he did not mention expanding hospital capacity until March 12 after the Trump administration came out with it he did not mention getting experts into China until February 25th after they were already there Joe Biden did not mention the issue of China's truthfulness until February 26th after the White House said it did not trust China's numbers. I'm going to tell you what false claim number three is when we return after this break. Because the lies that are going to be spread and and that are going to be uh, pushed out pushed out there on the president you have to be ready to combat those and we'll talk about how to defend our republic when I return against those lies with more of the C.L. Bryant show when I return after these brief words you thought I was worth saving so you came and changed my life you thought I was worth So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for So you sacrificed Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. 
And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. Home stretch. C.L. Bryant show today, coast to coast border to border throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known my story your story most likely could never be told anywhere else except right here in america ain't that america friends something to see for you and me baby yeah it truly is and so as we go along uh, here on our American journey today, I want us to understand that there are going to be, I mean, there are already, there's happening right now, falsehoods told on you and certainly on the president uh, from now on. Yeah. By those who are trying to re. After 2020, understand me, the Democrats will be in a position of trying to regain power. Yeah, I I believe that if, listen, we'll come through this here in just another few weeks. We'll come through this. And our economy will start. What's going to happen? I I really, I'm really trust. Listen, this is my prayer. I'm really praying that we'll get back to this because it'll be good for our nation. I'm not looking at this politically at all, but I am seeing a boost in our economy right around uh, the end of July, going into August. I see the economy beginning to roar back. Hear me now. I'm saying this in the in the um, home stretch of today's show, yeah, that by the end of July, uh, toward the toward the end of July, and certainly in August, we are going to see a boost, a real boom, in the way our economy is going to um, respond to is going to really rally. And I, uh, with indications are, I'm not, I'm not in the business any longer, uh, but indications are that um, if you're going to do something, you better do something now. Yeah. It's one of those, in my opinion, it's one of those, buy, it's classic. It's classic buy low type of situations on some things. I would examine that really close if I were, as one of you out there who was speculating a little bit. The third false claim is that the president left us unprepared for a pandemic. Friends, it was on Biden's watch that the strategic national stockpile of N95 respirator masks was depleted. 
completed and not restocked. Are you hearing... Wait a minute now. I want you to hear me. Now, the lie that they're putting out there is that uh, the president left us unprepared for this pandemic. But now I want you to understand the truth is it was on Biden's watch that the strategic national stockpile of in 95 respirator masks were depleted and not restocked following the H1N1 pandemic, the bird flu. According to the USA Today fact check, there is no indication that the Obama administration took significant steps to replenish the supply of N95 masks in strategic national stockpile after it was depleted from repeated crisis. Now, calls for action came from experts after the time uh, concerned for the country's ability to respond to future serious pandemics. Such recommendations were, for whatever reasons, not heeded. In fact, the Obama administration sought several cuts in funding for the Strategic National Stockpile, SNS, of Personal Protective Equipment, PPE. Personal Protective Equipment. Now, the Obama-Biden administration ignored at least three government reports in which federal officials predicted the United States should experience a critical lack of ventilators, would experience a critical lack of ventilators during an outbreak like the global coronavirus, according to CNN. At least another seven warnings were issued between 2003 and 2007 while Joe Biden was a United States senator. Despite this drumbeat of warnings, Joe Biden did nothing. Except now he has the gall to want to blame Donald John Trump. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. False claim number four. Now, Biden told Trump... uh, he should insist on having American health as experts on the ground in China. Biden told Trump this. The video cites Biden's comment on February 25th, uh, which only highlights how slow Biden was. By the time Biden said this, 
I want you to hear this. American experts had already been in Wuhan. I want you to get it. Biden was suggesting to the Trump administration on February 25th that we should have some people on the ground in Ground Zero, Wuhan province in China. On the 25th of October, Biden was suggesting this to the Trump administration. When the truth is, um, American experts had already been in Hunan for three days as part of a World Health Organization team, according to the Washington Post. And these are no conservatives, okay? Fact checkers. And 50 days had elapsed since the Trump administration first sought to send CDC experts to China. Those efforts included President Trump personally pressing the issue with the Chinese. In other words, he wanted to know if he was being lied to all along. He wanted to know, and they, he was being told by all of his uh, real um, dependable resources that it's okay. Everything's fine. At first, we, the first knowledge that we had is that it was not transmittable person to person. That was the first thing that we were told. And what gets us, what, what, what caused the president to react the way he did to who? Uh, World Health Organization. Is because who apparently knew, the World Health Organization apparently knew. They knew that China was not telling the truth about the veracity of this virus. The next thing we heard was, well, it, it does appear that we it, it can be uh, uh, transferred from human to human, but... Um, most likely, it won't get out of it won't get out of the region. It won't get out of the region. And all the, all the while, these uh, there were people traveling from there to other parts of the world. All the while, they knew better. They knew better. If we had known the truth from the very beginning, I have no doubt. You should have no doubt. We should have no doubt collectively that this president would not, he would have moved, he would have acted to protect this country. I have no doubt of that. And anyone who uh, claims that they doubt that or they, they feel that that's not so, that he, you know, he moved too slowly, uh, they're just wrong. And there's nobody who could have handled this particular situation quicker than Donald John Trump did. I may not have time for false claims five through eight uh, today, but false claim number five is, but Trump rolled over for the Chinese. He took their word for it. 
That's the lie that's out there. That's a false claim. That's a lie. The truth is, on February 13th, a senior Trump administration official told CNBC, February 13th is the date, told CNBC that the White House does not have high competence in the information coming out of China. Okay? Regarding the count on coronavirus cases. Yet, on April 2nd, Joe Biden said that the U.S. has more coronavirus cases than anywhere in the world, ignoring the report that findings of the U.S. Intelligence Committee that China's numbers are faked, are fake, and effectively pushing Chinese talking points. And I want to cover six through eight, um, six, seven, and eight tomorrow. But you see, Biden, and I don't, and he's he's too easily stooged. Biden has actually been a tool of those who I think want to do us harm, wouldn't mind see seeing harm come to us. So, friends, let's be diligent. Let's be very, very diligent. Keep an eye on the prize. Keep an eye on the ball, friends. Keep an eye on the ball. The republic is at stake. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to speak with you again, I am C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, and my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you said God would bless and keep.